Welcome back, know-it-alls. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, give us some feedback about what we are doing so we can make sure you're having a good time listening to us. Here we go. I've got an April on the other line. Well, this line, not the other line. You have more than one line? No, I, I wish. More than one April. That'd be cool, too. <gasps> oh, I don't know what that would be like. I don't know. I don't mm. know many Aprils. I think I know two, maybe three in my life. How, how about you? Mm, I actually know quite a few. And oddly enough, I was best friends with a girl like when I lived in Asoyas. Yep. And... One night, we were kind of, we had a bit of a party. All right, all right. I like where this is going. Her two sisters were there. Oh, oh even better. All right. And the party kind of dwindled out. So mm. it was just kind of left with the sisters and all their best friends. And we're sitting around the fire, just kind of chatting casually. And one of them looks around and says, there's a lot of Aprils here. And it was like, sister, her best friend, April, sister, her best friend, April, sister, her best friend, April. It was so bizarre. <laughs> like, are you guys collecting us? Should we be worried? Like, is there going to be a ritual or what's going on? Like, it was just so random and such a weird coincidence. I wonder what I would do if I collected Aprils. Would I have to feed them or... Probably, right? I have to take care of them. I don't know if we should go down this conversation. Yeah, well, I'm thinking like that's that's going to be really expensive. <laughs> they probably can't sleep outside. I can't put them in a barn or a stable. Like, are you thinking clones of me? Or are you well, I mean, thinking that... just random girls named April? Because you're kind of getting well, I mean, into kind of I... a weird stalkery, like, I like to collect women vibes. Well, I, mean, I, I guess I, I know you. So having multiples of you would actually be pretty awesome. But I don't know the other Aprils. So I don't know if I'd be biting off more than I could chew by inviting them into my home and then having to deal with a fucking crackhead. I don't, I don't, I don't want to deal with a crackhead. crackhead. Well, I'm thinking of a worst case scenario, right? Like I've got best case scenario. I've got clones of you and that's fine. <laughs> but then, then I've got. Right, so the complete opposite. Yeah. But then gotcha. what if I get bored, right? It's like, oh my God, they're all the fucking same. It's like being married. You're like, oh, fuck off. It's been 20 years. Yeah. Like, give me something new. Right. <laughs> and so I go out on the prowl to find a new April and you know, she seems all right. Like she seems great. She seems nice. She seems fun. I bring her back to my place and she's not a she, she's a he. And I'm like, fuck, this isn't like the other April at all. This is way more exciting. <laughs> you it's can an stay extra in, attachment. You can stay in my room, right? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I think I'd probably, as a collector, I think I'd probably want different Aprils. You know, the same one's kind of boring. Yeah. Like it's like Barbie, having different Barbies. You know, there's Midge and Raquel and whatever the other I, ones. I have to take your word for it. I've never collected barbies so i didn't know they had names like midge i, I assume they were malibu barbie and like you know time clock. And... well that's her little sister that's different okay i know that <laughs> not a moron wait does, <laughs> does, skipper, does skipper have a boyfriend like barbie has ken i don't think so what what if ken was also skipper i think boyfriend? she's too young no well that would be wrong uh, see you no. keep crossing these lines clay <laughs> i don't think there's you e if they're if they're teaching kids how to be 
cross-dressers at the age of like seven in a school. Why can't we teach them about like polygamy? I don't, where do you draw the line? Yeah. Where, where do you draw the line? It, I guess it's, a, it's just whatever the teacher's best interest is. That's what they're teaching. Oh, so it's not like a curriculum. It's that individual teachers. I don't know if my kids have learned about being a transvestite or anything. I mean, they have just in general in life, you know. Well, I mean, my kids being around me, they've learned a lot of shit they probably shouldn't have learned ever. And probably shit they'll never (laughs) learn at school. That's street smarts. Like the day, I mean, I don't know if I talked to you about this, but the the day that I got a phone call while I was at work, I got a phone call on my cell phone from the, the school. And that's usually your kid's sick, right? Kind of thing. Come pick them up. Mm. Come pick them up. Not not him in particular, but pick your child up. So I answer, I answer the phone. I was like, hello. They go, hey, is this uh, Clayton? I go, it is. He goes, uh, this is a principal, whatever, whatever. And uh, we've got uh, your son here. And he he's had a really good year. And it, it's a shame to end it uh, on this note. But he said something in a derogatory remark way to another student. And I was like, okay, like he, he made fun of the student. Like he used a word, a word that we don't use to make fun of them. And he said that he learned the word from you. And, you know, my heart is racing and I'm just like, he goes to a Catholic school, right? So <laughs> oh, I'm thinking great. like, I'm such a bad influence. Yeah. I'm, I'm a like, terrible Which influence. word, which word could right? it possibly be? There's so many. There's so many. So right away, I was like, do you mind if I ask you what, what the word is? So I know that we're all on the same page here. And just so I, I know which one to go well, with yeah. here. Well, I, I had to give myself a couple moments of thought process, how to defend myself after I learned what the word was. Yeah. Right. And uh, he's like, well, he used the word lesbian. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. No, that's, that's great. He's like that. That's great. I go, no, no, it's not great that he used it. Uh, no, I didn't teach him the word. He, he never learned that word from me. But yesterday, while we were driving his sister to gym, we're just uh, in a conversation, his sister and I just talking, and he just blurts out from the backseat, Dad, what's a lesbian? And my daughter and I start laughing. I was like, buddy, like, number one, don't use that word. Number two, where did you learn it? And he's like, a kid at school said it, but I don't know what it means. So then I explained to him what it meant, right? It's pretty adult to explain. I can't leave him not knowing what it is. So I had to explain mm-hmm. it. And then I told them not to use it. Like, don't use that word. Just don't say it. You know what it is. Don't say it. And then not even 24 hours later, he's using it to make fun of somebody at the school. <laughs> and wow. I'm, I'm hoping he said it to a guy because that would be ironically ridiculous. You're such yeah. a lesbian. What? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't but, even yeah. make sense. So the, the principal is like, oh, so he didn't learn it from you, but you told him what it meant i go yeah i told him what it meant so he would understand but i also told him not to use it education's power right Right. knowledge is power so then over the phone i heard him ask my kid like who taught it to you and then my kid said the same name to the principal that he told me the day before and i was like uh do you you mind if i let you go i'm middle of work here i think i've done everything i can can do uh just uh let him know that he's going to be in trouble when he gets home because i told him not to say it and he said it right and he's like, yep, yeah, no, it's good to know that you weren't teaching these these words. And okay, that's good. Yeah, now we know where it's coming from. We'll talk to the other student. Have a good day. And I was just like, oh, like a Hail Mary. I was like, man, he could have used any word he's ever heard me say, but he didn't. He <laughs> yeah. used a word another kid used, which made me feel pretty good. <laughs> so I, I don't know why we're talking about lesbians or no, it's education. We're talking about education. That's right. Yeah. 
which I think that's about all I need to say on that. I, I, I can, I can tie this all in together. (laughs) Speaking of getting phone calls at work. So it was about a month ago. I got a phone call shortly after nine o'clock in the morning. It's my ex-husband and he always kind of like tries to let me know that bad news is coming, but still kind of keep me calm. So he's like, he's okay, but just want to let you know I'm at the hospital with our son. Uh, He had some chest pains and he's having some trouble breathing. Well, I don't even remember what happened after that. I just started packing my shit up and I'm like, I'm coming, I'm coming. Yeah, there's no reason to be calm. (laughs) Yeah, I just felt panicked all of a sudden. I'm like, I'm sorry, I gotta go. (laughs) So get to the hospital and... uh, my son is fine. Like he looks completely normal. He's a little bit pale, whatever. And we're trying to figure out what's going on with him. At first, I think, yeah. I, I was just picturing you get into the hospital room and you look over your ex-husband and you look at the hospital bed like, that's not my kid. Who the fuck is that? He's like, oh, fuck, I called the wrong girl. Sorry. Wrong wife or wrong ex. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was trying to find a, a humorous thing on your son's deathbed, and that was, to me, funny. So yeah. I'll let you continue. And it's not my kid. <laughs> you bust in there, and your kid's in the hospital bed. Well, he's not even. We're sitting in the waiting room. So I'm thinking he's having a heart attack or something. Why aren't we in the emergency room? We're just sitting out in the waiting room. And we waited for a long time. They did multiple tests, took his blood. And finally, it was like hours later in the afternoon, they did a chest x-ray. And um, we're waiting for a bit. And we're just kind of sitting in the emergency room in chairs right by the door. We're not even in a triage room or anything like that or whatever it's called. And the doctor just comes rushing over to us. And he has uh, or he says, your son has suffered from a spontaneous pneumothorax. And then he starts going on and on talking about it and whatever. And I'm like, Wait, 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 wait. wait. What, what, what the fuck's what a pneumothorax? <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, his lung collapsed. Holy shit. Well, what the heck? Because they were asking him things like, have you been roughhousing or playing any rough sports lately or anything like that? They thought maybe it was a pulled muscle. But here the whole time, his lung spontaneously collapsed. The fuck? And apparently it's something that's common with tall, thin, younger males. It happens quite regularly. So with this spontaneous pneumothorax, there's like little, they're born with like little sacs or little bubbles of air at the kind of tops of their lungs. And those can burst open. Just randomly, spontaneously. So not even overexertion or anything. Just no. It's, it's Tuesday at three o'clock. Guess what? Fucker collapse. Yeah, it was like nine o'clock in the morning. He was walking into school to you know get ready for his day, and he just got this sharp pain in his chest. So anyway, this little bubble ruptures and it releases oxygen into his chest cavity and pushes the lung down. So they rushed us to a different hospital in a bigger city, bigger hospital, and they've kind of dealt with this kind of thing before. 
And they, like, my son did just awesome through the whole thing. He didn't have a lot of pain. Like, they were saying, you should be in a lot of pain right now and have troubles breathing and whatnot. And he's like, no, I feel good. His oxygen levels were good. We ended up spending the night in the hospital and we had three choices. So we could put him on oxygen overnight or they could put a needle in his chest and try to suck out kind of some of the air or whatever. Yeah. Or they could do surgery and put in a chest tube to release all the air. Well, we decided like since he was pretty asymptomatic, he wasn't in a lot of pain. He had good oxygen levels. Like he was being a little brat and and bugging us and stuff. So we just had him on oxygen overnight. The next day they did an, another x-ray and um, like half an hour later, they're like, oh, you guys can go home. He's healing just as expected. However, <laughs> this can happen again at any time. Uh, there's nothing you can do or not do to prevent it. It's just something he's going to have to live with until he's an adult. So it's like getting a boner. Just... <laughs> well, hopefully it's not as common as that. <laughs> Wait, common? Go on. I'm like a once every three week guy. Is it not normal? Am I doing something wrong? Maybe you're just not noticing them first thing in the morning. It is pretty tiny. <laughs> I think that's probably the problem. You just thought your hair was standing up a little oh, different that day. Oh, I, don't, I don't have any hair down there. That's not something I believe in. <laughs> Right, right. You're afraid yeah, of pubes. Yeah, they're they're terrible. When they're terrible in your mouth, they're terrible in pictures. They're just they're terrible. They they shouldn't they shouldn't exist. We're not cavemen. We don't need to stay warm by having lots of pubes. We don't. Is that what they're for? I never really thought about pubes before and like their purpose and if you should have them or not. Well, I mean, if you don't have them, your crabs have nowhere to live. So as long as you have pubes, you can have crabs. But if you don't have pubes... Do you just always have crabs lingering around? Not anymore. Just waiting for the pubes to grow? Because I don't have pubes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The the doctor's like, here, take this medication. I'm like, I don't need that. I just just shave. I wax. The doctor's like, no, you, you need to do more. I'm like, hey, who's the doctor here? You or me? I don't even know what a chiroid thorax is or whatever the fuck that word is. Get out of my office. <laughs> I'm going to send you to a bigger <laughs> hospital so you can learn more. Fine. And apparently, <laughs> crabs still can live on you without pubes, which I've learned by going to the bigger hospital, and they taught me that. So, hey, thumbs up wow. for bigger hospitals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I apologize. I cut you off, and you were you were taking your, your son home because he was fine. Yeah, he was fine. His follow-up was fine. He's healing as normal. And I mean, they said if it happens on the same lung, yeah, they will go in and give his lung a little haircut at the top to like, kind of trim off those bubbles or sacs so that they don't burst in the future. So it's a like haircut. a little trim. Yeah, like pubes. yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Circle back to the pubes. So he's not going to get crabs in his lungs. It's so fucking perfect. <laughs> it's science at its best. Yeah. Um. I'm going to get my my plug because it says low battery. So talk amongst yourself. And uh... mm-hmm. well, this kind of got me very curious about other kind of weird or random medical marvels or whatever things. I don't know what I'm saying right now. 
um because there's nobody sitting across from me and it's completely black oh <laughs> i turned off the light by accident my brain just like no i'm not paying attention to what i'm supposed to be doing all right i'm all plugged in what did i miss let me guess you you were thinking about stuff and i was thinking about other medical conditions other that... than the collapsed thorax i sorry the, who's the lorax spontaneous pneumothorax horton here's Do you a, know how long it took me to remember what this was called oh i'm never gonna remember it i've heard it like four times now and i'm i'm gonna be flattered honest with you as soon as i hit like end on the podcast i'm not gonna think about You'll the name forget. i'll know the word thorax yeah yeah it's close the 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 crabless thorax the trimmed pube thorax <laughs> that's what i'll call it <laughs> Wow. Okay. I'll try to remember what that means. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, what were we talking about? Yeah, if you don't understand it, we'll just send you to a bigger hospital where they'll, they'll teach you better things. They'll teach me about it. So you, you have a yeah. medical condition that you want to discuss, or you want to discuss the one that can happen to your kid whenever the fuck it decides to happen. <laughs> yeah. Just randomly, whenever, anytime in his life, but he knows how it feels. So we just oh, yeah. get to the hospital and it's all good. <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't happen. No, I was thinking I, I found some some strange, odd medical conditions that aren't very common. All right. So this one is called auto brewery syndrome. Do you think you can guess? Uh where you I'm I'm gonna repeat you. Auto brewery. So I'm assuming it has something to do with creation of beer. Yeah. So your body yeah. creates beer in the yeasty parts of the body. And yes, it ferments carbohydrates into alcohol. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, it's a real condition. Oh, my God. So I'm trying to be funny, but it's serious? That's terrible. It is. It's an <laughs> actual condition. So it's some, some kind of yeast that they have in their gut, and it ferments carbohydrates into alcohol. So they get tipsy just eating different carbohydrates. Oh, that'd be shitty when you're allergic to alcohol because there are people that are allergic to alcohol. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you'd just probably die. die. <laughs> that would be <laughs> fucked up. Can you imagine like you just you don't wake up and people don't know what the fuck happened and they have no idea that the reason you died is because of your allergy to alcohol yeah. and your body producing alcohol? Fucking right. luck of the draw. There, There's no way God is sitting on a cloud thinking like, hey, hey. Check this out. Look what I did to this fucker. I made him allergic to alcohol. But, but, hear me out. This is where it gets funny. I made his body produce alcohol. Fuck, I'm good. Like, it's just... I gave him auto brewery syndrome. That sounds terrible. Wow. It does sound terrible. There are things that you can do, though, by switching your diet, low carbohydrate, high protein content. And there are antibiotics or antifungal medications that kill the yeast. So it well, kind of minimizes it, it or whatever. At least there's a maintenance or, you know, a cure of some sort. There's help. There's help. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 Things you can do. What else you got? So another weird one is called Alice in Wonderland syndrome. Oh my God. Oh my God. Can try I to guess? guess this one? Uh, yeah. Where, where your, your brain can't readily perceive the things in front of it and it creates an alternate reality with everything it sees kind of kind of it's very it's more specific than that though hmm. so what did alice do alice shrunk eat me yeah drink and... me 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing? That's what she drank the thing and she ate. Sorry, the my mind part. just my mind hit the gutter for oh, a minute. Sorry, I just yeah, had no. to pull hey. myself back out. Hey, hey, <laughs> we don't we don't talk like that on this show, okay? No gutter talk. No, that's fucking disgusting. Why would you you know what? Gross. Stop being such a lesbian. Oh shit. Oh, sorry. oh maybe my kid did learn <laughs> from me. Fuck. No. <laughs> my eyes just went big there. Nothing of mine ever gets big. <laughs> <laughs> Alice in Wonderland syndrome does. So it what it does is it makes objects to, objects appear smaller or larger than they actually are. So you perceive them as being bigger or smaller than they are. And it's randomized. You don't get to decide if it's going to be bigger or smaller. It just your brain just says, "Nope, smaller this time, bigger next time." Yeah. That's fucked yeah. up. It's like living in a little wonderland. What did they call it before so the, Carol wrote Alice in Wonderland? Well, maybe that's when they actually started discovering it. Like people were like, hey, sometimes I feel like I'm shrinking or growing. You know, maybe the movie or the show or the story helped bring awareness to this disease. Hmm. I guess we will never know unless we research it, which I'm assuming we didn't. Yeah, I didn't do that much research okay, on we'll, it. We'll, we'll so it's often associated one. with, yeah. It's often associated with migraines, epilepsy, and viral infections. So abnormal electrical activity in the brain and disturbances in visual perception can t- contribute to the distorted size. Hmm. And it's most common among children, often disappearing by the time they reach adolescence, oh. but can persist into adulthood. Uh. So really, there's no specific treatment. It just kind of absolves itself over time. Well, I had hope, and then I had despair, and then I had hope, and then I had despair. (laughs) Yeah, so basically, they're not doing any further research on it or looking for any kind of cure, because by the time you're an adult, it should be gone. That's what I take from that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I agree. Not that it matters if I didn't agree. This next one is called alien hand syndrome. Alien hand? Mm-hmm. When you don't feel what your hand is feeling or you can't control what your hand is going to do. Yeah, yeah. There's been a few horror movies about this. So it can occur as a result of brain injuries, strokes, or neurodegenerative diso- disorders. And it's caused by a disconnection between different areas of the brain responsible for voluntary movement, leading to the affected hand seeming to have a will of its own. So one hand decides to do its own thing, like buttoning up a shirt, and the other hand will just randomly start unbuttoning the shirt. This sounds like the the perfect double-handed hand job chick. Like if she had this, (laughs) it would be like two strangers doing it. Like, even, if, even if you got it for yourself and you're touching yourself, it's going to feel like a stranger because it has a mind of yeah, its own. Exactly. So in severe cases, the alien hand may be aggressive. And there oh. are reports of people with the condition, like spontaneously hitting themselves or slapping themselves or, you know, flailing their hand around. Okay. The hand job is out of the question now. Yeah. Some reported that their out-of-control hand tried to choke them. Uh, That might be a brain problem. And treatment mainly revolves around managing symptoms and finding creative ways to cope, 
with this unexpected third wheeled hand. Uh, give him like a paintbrush. Wearing a, a sling or yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Here you go. Here's a here's a pair of scissors for you, hand that I can't control. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's the opposite of what we're trying to do here in treatment. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, that would be something. But I'm I'm sure there have been horror movies <clears throat> about this where they had a hand transplant and they got the hand of some serial killer and it's trying to kill people. <laughs> and if there's not, there should be. So next up is Pika. And it's craving, having cravings for non-food items. Ew. Yeah. So being compelled to eat things like dirt or chalk or, you know, even rocks or <clears throat> gravel. Pass. Non-food kind of items. Paper oh, yeah, clip. You can almost spice up anything that tastes good. But I don't yeah. I don't know how much salt, pepper, and dill you're gonna have to put on some gravel to make it taste good. <laughs> or chalk. Have oh, you ever eaten no, I, chalk? No, I I, I, I like, can taste it right now and I've never tasted it before. <laughs> it just instantly dries your <laughs> mouth out. How do they even swallow it? Uh, that's what she said. So people who show signs of pika have often have uh, mineral or other deficiencies in their diet. Do they know the so minerals? Like iron, like... calcium, zinc deficiencies. Okay, so, so it's easily remedied or helped if they can get the, the breakdown of the minerals that they're missing. How, how yeah, many... yeah. There's a, a combination of medication and like counseling and therapy and, and stuff. How many fucking spoonfuls of dirt or grass or metal or glass are you going to eat before you go to the doctor and say i think there might be something wrong i'm not like the other mm. kids they're having sandwiches and a juice box and i'm gnawing on the end of the table is that is that okay I, you would <laughs> think after know? after one time you're like uh, i think i need to go see a doctor well i think generally stuff like that comes like you hide it right because you know it's not normal but you're like compelled to do it because you just have these cravings I had a friend that used to eat cat food. Did they like the taste of the cat food? I don't know. They always asked for cat food when they came over. So that would always give them like some, like the hard crunchy cat food. Not not the yeah. stuff out of a tin. But you, you were saying that pregnancy has a lot of weird cravings? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of like women craving dirt and stuff like that. Non-food items when they're pregnant. I've only been around one consistently been around one pregnant chicken it was pickles and peanut buster parfait from dairy queen not not together just separate cravings but those were the two things that she would crave daily pickles mm -hmm. peanut buster parfaits uh i don't i never eat them i mean i'm sure they'd be delicious pickles are delicious yeah peanut buster parfaits. If i, I never... could eat them every day sure peanut buster parfaits or pickles peanut buster parfaits yeah what is it just hot fudge and peanuts and Ice cream? Ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Unless it was a damn. fake craving and it was just like, damn, these are good. I'm going to claim this as a crave. Yeah, I'm exactly. Gonna eat them exactly. So I can eat it every day. <laughs> mm. Fuck, I hope I never yeah. crave weird shit like dirt, rocks, grass, lint, teddy bear stuffing, you know, whatever's around. Oh, well, if you do, you know what it is. So what do you got? Mm. You got any weird... Uh, weird medical you, conditions you had, a, you had weird... a bunch there i had one that sort of 
like hit me. Like uh, it's like, oh, huh, interesting. Uh, we've all heard of narcolepsy, right? Where you just randomly just doze off. So mm-hmm. th- this takes that and jacks it full of steroids and then inserts it into your body. And it's called Klein-Levin syndrome. So whereas narcolepsy, you just like randomly fall asleep. This one generally strikes adolescence. People who have it experience episodes of extreme sleepiness that could last from days to weeks. During those episodes, sufferers will sleep sometimes 20 hours a day and will wake up only to eat or to go to the bathroom. The length of time between episodes can vary from a couple weeks to several months. In between the periods of excessive sleep, people who have this condition are extremely normal. It's also characterized by bizarre behavior during the episodes. When they wake, they really want to eat a lot, and they're not normal, says Dr. Robert Schomacher, professor of pediatrics at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center. About half of them develop feelings of hypersexuality and display inappropriate sexual language and behavior. Holy shit. Do you think I have... Klein Levin mm-hmm. syndrome, but I don't have the sleepy like part. in their sleep or when they're awake. Uh, it just says in between the bout the bouts. So when they're awake, oh, the bouts of sleepiness. This is usually how. Wait, no, they said they're extremely normal. When they wake up after being sleepy, they act like this. But then when okay. that goes away, they're completely normal. How fucking weird is that? You wake up as a different, completely different person than the people around you know you as. And then over like a week, you just start to be normal. And then all of a sudden you're sleeping 20 hours a day. Maybe it's because you're like, you're living in your dreamland for basically the whole entire time. You're only getting up to give yourself sustenance. Yeah. So you're living in this dreamland and you're kind of, it's a bit convoluted on what's real and what's not. Maybe you're still kind of dreaming. They say that it starts to get better in their late 20s. Most cases resolve spontaneously 10 or more years after the first one's onset. There's no known cause. There's no known cure. And sleep specialists say that there aren't any drugs that work particularly well to treat the symptoms. Although they say sometimes patients respond very well to Valium or Lithium. The only way to really address the symptoms of the syndrome is to adapt to it. There's usually signs that an episode is coming on. And they tend to be less active and they want to sleep more. And they're kind of confused and in a cloud. So they're completely normal. Oh, they wake up. They're hypersexualized. Then they're completely normal for six, seven weeks. And then they start to get dazed and confused. And then all of a sudden they're sleeping 20 hours a day. And it could go on for a couple of weeks. It's almost like like hibernating or something. (laughs) Yeah. They go into hibernation. Then they wake up and they want to go and spread their seed. And then... They're okay for a bit, and then, oh, it's time to hibernate again. It's weird. The the experts say that they don't think sufferers are in any danger during their sleeping episodes, but they probably shouldn't be alone. They're cognitively impaired, and they have an increased appetite and decreased inhibitions. How fucking weird is that? Now somebody has that with sleepwalking, so they're just sleepwalking all the time. That would fucking suck ass to live in that household. Yeah. But then there's the opposite of the Klein-Levin syndrome. And this one really, really hit me because I think I might have this and I don't know how to get tested for it. So scientists have recently discovered how gene mutation reduces the need for sleep. Some natural short sleepers may have high levels of a protein that stimulates arousal. 
It's every overachiever's mm-hmm. dream. Like you. <laughs> it's every overachiever's dream, a gene mutation that allows them to function normally with just four to six hours sleep every night instead of the normal yeah. age. So in, yeah. yeah. So US, UC San Francisco neurology professor Ying Hu Fu, he's a PhD. He discovered that a mutation in the gene DEC2 in a family of natural short sleepers, people who go to bed normal time, 11 p.m., midnight, but they wake up naturally at 5 a.m. These are not people who've trained themselves to wake up early. They're born this way. The new study in mice, which is what they tested it on, reveals how the DEC2 mutation seen in human short sleepers may allow them to survive and thrive on just a few hours of sleep. I'm going to call the D2 gene because it's just easier than saying DEC2. Mm-hmm. So the researchers engineered mice to have the same mutation in the D2 gene seen in the human short sleepers. They discovered that the D2 helps control levels of orexin. It's a hormone involved in maintaining wakefulness. The sleep disorder narcolepsy is caused by too little of this hormone. The mutation mm. of D2 seems to work by partially releasing the breaks in orexin production. It gives you your arousal while you're sleeping, and then it's telling your body you don't need it, and then you wake up. Mm-hmm. That's fucking cool. Yeah, it says it doesn't hurt their alertness. It doesn't hurt their productivity. Their their whole body is still functioning, and their body's healthy. So their body isn't in need or want of sleeping, and their day-to-day functions aren't at all affected by the lack of sleep, and their bodies usually don't need an alarm clock. That's fucked up because I, I've been getting... I can survive four hours sleep daily for months and months and months and months. I prefer to get five and I usually go to bed at three 30 in the morning and I'm up at eight 15 every day, every single day. That that's my yeah, life. I've noticed you can, you can definitely manage on very little sleep. Yeah, maybe I, I, I can't, I need, I need like six or seven. That's about what I get. But that's normal, right? That's, that's nothing. That's normal. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the the body's designed for. But, but I still a, feel tired, you know. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, there, there's a the DEC2 gene has a mutation that tells your body, no, you're good, bro. Time to get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your product. Get, get to work, man. Get some shit done. Yeah. And I want to get tested for it. I don't know how to do gene testing, though. I, I did it for cancer when my whole family was going through a cancer thing. I went and got mm-hmm. my genes tested for that. And uh, knock on wood, I don't know if it, you can change, but I don't have that mutation that causes the, oh, nice. the cancer. Yeah, But it's 50%. So if your your mom or dad has it, the kids have a 50% chance of having it. And they just keep passing it mm-hmm. down 50%. And that sucks that, I mean, it, it's good that I don't have it. It just sucks that 50% of my family have it. it does. <laughs> and yeah. then I, I asked the doctor, I was like, so when we're talking about percentages, what are what are my chances of, of getting cancer? now that I don't have that gene. And they're like, uh, the same as everybody else. So like, <laughs> 50%. I was like, why do you, yeah. there's, a, there's a 50% chance. If you had that gene, it would be like 80%. Yeah. That's, that's all it yeah. is. So, I mean, you, you don't, you don't get away too much, not too much, mm-hmm. but the bonus is you don't pass it down to your kids. Yeah. Unless their, their mom has it. Then there's a 50% chance <laughs> that the kids have it. So what if the mom and the dad do have it? So then it's like 100% for the kids or is that not how I don't works? I don't know how percentages work. I would assume the probability would be higher, but the percentage would stay the same. Mm-hmm. Is is that that's a math? That's a formula, right? Probability? I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm not a math person. No, not really. Wow, that there was a lot. It. A lot of just the human body 
is an amazing thing. I say be grateful every day that because like the littlest thing can go wrong and you have a, a medical condition. Yeah. Take care of yourself and notice any little little thing. If you notice that your body isn't functioning the way it normally does or you can't hear something or you can't see something, you can't feel something or your steering wheel is getting bigger or smaller on a daily basis, you might have a condition. Go get that checked out. Mm, go talk to your doctor. Don't don't ask us about it. We're yeah, not I mean, doctors. No, Believe we are answers. Or not. <laughs> we are answers for everything, but our answer is go see a doctor. Yes. Which is the best advice we yeah, can get. Take, and take care of yourselves. All right. Thanks for listening, Nodals. Thanks. Peace out. No reaction. That's the best. No react. Don't react. But then I get told I don't have feelings. I mean, come on, me. Yeah, but she knows that. Me not have feelings? Get real. All I do is feel. (laughs) (laughs) Emotion? Come on. I'm full of emotion. No? Probably not. Full of something. I might get there. Yeah, I might get there. I don't. Yeah, it depends what's easier. I'd say no emotion. (laughs) So far, it's pretty good. easier. My life's not that bad when I don't feel. (laughs) But isn't that part of the experience and the reason why we're here? I have no idea. To feel... I thought we were here so we can make the the big machine work so we could be little drones working and paying taxes and not owning too much and just being thankful for what we have and worrying about everything being taken away. Well, I mean, that's our existence while we're here. That's probably not the original intent of us being here. That's just something that we created. We need to get rid of the overlords and (laughs) become the overlords. Would you want to be an overlord and like run everything? I think I would because... I think I'm a good boss and it's not about me. It's about the team. Like it legit is about giving them the schedule that makes them happier, giving them the schedule that makes them happy. Plus also helps me out when I need it. Rewarding them for a job well done, punishing them for a job that they were told not to do that way. And they did it anyway. But I think I would be good at it. And I'm, I'm good at letting people do my job when I'm not there. Like I can let it go. That's not a problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, Back when I was really, really, really busy, I had no problem taking two weeks off here, two weeks off there, two weeks off, and just letting them run the show. Oh, I'm on the wrong connection. Hello? What's up? Okay. I don't know. There's kind of a storm passing over us, Mm -hmm. so I just froze right up. Oh, what did you you get? Um, uh, What did you say last? I can't even remember. (laughs) What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if McDonald's went all in just advertising the flayo fish? That's all they advertised. Yeah. Who whoever is up in marketing would be or like like um, they're Beyond Meat Burger or yeah. something. Whoever concocted that idea would get fired. Like that's your idea for the fourth quarter? Go find a new job. <laughs> like you don't know how this works. People don't come here for that. Right? People yeah. come here for nuggets, fries and Big Macs. That's what we're going to advertise. Wait, hold on a sec. I just lost something. Sorry. Hmm. 
Well, I mean, vegans don't eat cheese. So it makes sense. No, that's right. See, you got to cater to your minorities. That's how it works. Because, uh, and I've been told many times, they are the loudest people on the internet. So we have to listen to them or they just continue to be loud. Uh, yeah, but listening to them. Well, still that's why they're loud. loud. They're they're not they're not stopping <laughs> yeah. being loud if you listen You're to them. You're validating their loudness. Yeah. Fucking You're validating everything. And then they think they can just continue doing it. Yeah. Giving them power. Do you hate that? Do I hate what? Validating them and giving them power when you know they don't earn it or deserve it. You don't do a lot of social media watching. I don't know. No, not really. There's a there's a podcast. It's, it's with- like socializing and it's like socializing in person. You know, I I don't particularly like to go into a large group of people and just listen to all their stuff. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not super. It's the same on social media. It's just a bigger pool of people.